Mishana and Janimila Lelisa Gomgel and Jalo Skies Metro FM now stand up Kumanalati. It's the Amakosigas media right here on the big 100.3. Kamalaming was supposed to see when Lovu Pepe, your co hosting as Guti. You always expect me on a Friday afternoon. Well, surprise! I'm here on a Thursday. Nako Gesi Lipatele e Women's News Beat as in every week. Silipatele Indaba Esek would do the news that makes the week and how it makes us feel as women from our lived experiences. As usual, I'm with four wonderful ladies that are hopeful to give an opinion on how these issues impacted them. Welcome back. How were the exams? They were okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you passed. Natasha? <laughs> hello, 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 Linjani Walaleli. Hi, Wusi. It's good to be back. We were examined for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you passed. Eh? Well, we do hope so. <laughs> and we have a guest in the studio. As always, we try to bring a different voice. We have Barbara Kamba. Uh, in the studio. Kunjani Barbara. Welcome. Pila Mama. We'll explain why Barbara is in the studio later on. But as usual, Balaleli Salam Gelwutilis Nigelani in Bonoyenu, Ulolu Selong, Egalubelu Pelele, Umalinga Stelang, which can't clean El Kabang and Yendabalis. This is Leta Lapa, M Sagazu in West Skies Metro FM, who women's news beating up Can you please send us your comments, your voice notes, or call us directly on these numbers for? The direct messages and WhatsApp messages you can send to zero double seven double four six zero one double zero. That's zero double seven double four six zero one double zero. Or you can call directly on the studio numbers on zero two nine two two six two eight five zero. That's zero two nine two two six two eight five zero. As usual, we have the juicy stories for you right here. And as you know. Today's day four of 16 days of activism against gender-based violence. And we've been preaching this on social media and on different platforms that Amakosegazi is on and I'm sure Sky's Metro as well. In Zimbabwe, about one in three women aged 15 to 49 have experienced physical violence. And about one in four women have experienced sexual violence since the ages of 15. This is according to the latest research by the UNFPA in Zimbabwe. And from 25 November, the International Day for the Elimination of All Forms of Violence Against Women, the world counts 16 days of international activism against gender-based violence under the theme, Orange the World, Generation Equality Stands Against Rape. And this ends on the 10th of December, which is International Day for Human Rights. In commemoration of this day, we have asked Barbara Kamba Nyati, a survivor and now an activist against gender-based violence, conducting a series of masterclasses in the region on rising above your circumstances. Welcome, Barbara, once again. Thank you. And thank you for making time to join us this morning. It's a pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Barbara, can you tell us your story from talking to you outside of this program, planning for the program, my thinking always when we talk gender-based violence is that it has to have physical impact and physical scars. That when you're walking down the street, someone has to see a blue eye, a missing tooth or something. Tell us about your experience of gender-based violence from a different perspective. Uh, I think the first time I had a brush with sexual harassment, I was 13. We were walking to school with my friend and this man groped me. I was so traumatized and you know you you start shaming yourself like maybe I'm too something I'm too this and then I get abused for being light skinned mm-hmm. you know yellow bone yes mm-hmm. I don't think they call that they called us that back the then. but people would make all these funny comments about it so from the age of 13 I was made to be too aware of my body in a negative way then when I turned 15, a very close person to me, I think I escaped because he was drunk. He wanted to rape me, so I ran away. Went and told a parent, I won't say which parent, for mm, yeah. specific yeah. reasons. Yes. And they blamed me for it. How did that make you feel? I was so angry. And then 
I was scared that it means I'm really alone in this world. No one is going to fight for me. I have to protect myself. Everything I have to do has to be around being careful around men because all this negative attention has been coming from males. So I changed. I became a, a very wild child. I wouldn't listen because they didn't have my back when I needed them. So I didn't have to listen to anyone. And uh, yeah, it went on. The relationship with my parents became strained. But you see, because I never dealt with the abuse, mm-hmm. with what I went through, with how I felt, and my identity along the way, for some strange reason, I attracted a male who was also abusive. That's my ex. What do you mean when now. you say you attracted? A male was abusive. I'm asking because I know often there's this talk that women who have been abused gravitate towards abusive men. Mm. How does that full push factor work? Or if you understand, personally, I believe in the law of attraction. The vibration you give out mm-hmm. draws the kind of people who resonate with that vibration. So I had dealt with issues regarding abuse so I, I attracted an abusive person he was not physically abusive I have no scars no signs of abuse but it was emotional abuse it was psychological abuse at some point it became financial abuse and uh, spiritual abuse as well how does that work what, what do you mean spiritual abuse I've never heard have you heard of spiritual abuse can can she explain the the three phases you've mentioned yeah. those would it i think for our listeners for also for them to identify what exactly they may be going through it's abuse. Yeah. They think it's okay because they grow up seeing that or within their environment people can touch you in a certain way and it's fine. Exactly. According to the, the phases you mentioned, financial or the spiritual, emotional, yeah. On spiritual abuse, usually to express your, yourself spiritually or to be to exercise your religious freedom. In my case. Wapunguvuga one morning and he decided he doesn't believe in God. Mm-hmm. So because of that, I should not believe in God too. Mm-hmm. Because God doesn't exist and everything. So we had clashes like I wake up in the morning and meditate and pray. Mm-hmm. So my waking up time, obviously you knew it because we were married. Mm-hmm. So he'd also wake up and start playing. I don't know, it's so strange. Maybe he had been doing this over time. Uh, but after he announced he doesn't believe in God, he had these DVDs on how we were created by aliens and how we are like puppets. It, it, it was a very disturbing mm. series that he had. So it had these scary sounds even. So he would go downstairs the bedroom. We had a double story house. So I would be in the bedroom. I would go into the lounge and put on volume at very high volume, you know, such that I couldn't do what I do. I couldn't meditate. I couldn't pray. Mm-hmm. You just do everything to disturb me. Okay. And then there was a time we had one car. He would refuse to drive, like, if he was on call, he's a doctor. Mm-hmm. So if he was on call and I wanted to go to church, usually the hospital was on the way to church. Mm-hmm. He would refuse to take me to church. So I had to take taxis to church while he drove there and then 
he didn't believe he stopped believing in tithing even my own money would complain that you are wasting money we could be using this money if god wanted these people to have money they could have they could be having their own money why should i be giving them my money things like that then on financial abuse we we were working together mm-hmm. we had a medical practice mm-hmm. so i'm a psychologist mm-hmm. that's my profession he's a medical doctor mm-hmm. so at some point he he would uh, come and say yeah i'm the one who does the most work here this is not your money this is my money and what 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 mm-hmm. it went to the point that when we were in separation we used to have a joint account One day I needed medication because I, I was used to having money around you understand so I didn't think maybe when we separated I needed to move with a bunch of money and you know I tried to get online to log on certainly my details are wrong I've been kicked out of the bank so I had no money I just, and he knows I I live on medication every day. I take medication daily. So I had no medication, no money, no home. If it wasn't for my brother, I think I would have slept in my car. I only left with my clothes and my car. That's it. So that's part of financial abuse mm-hmm. because he knew that i was so relaxed i didn't think he was going to do that mm-hmm. because we had an agreement that until the divorce is final this is how we are going to be operating mm-hmm. then i was kicked out of the office as well so i was just left high and dry so Barbara, how much of women's inability to voice out their experiences with gender based violence is based on finances you talk about how if you didn't have a support structure you slept in your car how many women don't even have a car to go and sleep into and then have to think about if i leave this abusive man i'll be out on the streets luckily you are i think you are you have a, a job you have a profession you you probably continued working but what about a woman who's been forced to stay at home and depend on this man who is also abusive i think a lot of women go through that and it's worse especially for professionals because we, as professionals we want to present a certain image to society mm. and there's a psychologist i had clients who were professionals who will come and say we are sharing this with you because you won't share it with anyone else this confidentiality mm. so they will tell you all these harrowing stories about their relationships their marriages but no one would want to come out mm. but that's not my nature Mm. I came out I spoke about it I decided I need to make people aware that it's okay to speak up mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that you are a coward or you are not appreciative because sometimes you even get women telling I was once told by a lady from church that marrying a doctor was the greatest achievement of your life you have oh to go God. back mm. you can't leave a doctor it doesn't matter what he's doing and uh, in the morning I was sharing with someone that My ex-in-laws mm. they told me yeah men are like that they mellow down at 60 and I'm like how many years to wait you have to wait till you are old 60 so you're older okay. finished that's a lifetime it's scary the best years of your life imagine But wasting really. them on waiting for someone to mellow so can can you so you you don't explain the emotional abuse part mm. i'm interested in that as well because i want to believe so many women go through it we there's physical abuse which is easy to identify the if financial yeah, abuse financial. look i think many women are going through it yeah but yes. yeah but so please explain a bit on the emotional part uh on the emotional part he would use my ailments i'm a cancer survivor mm. so he would use that you're always in hospital i can't deal with this mm. or he will say At some point he told me he was tired of my bald head. It's fashion you buy now, yeah. And you're very beautiful by the way. Yes. <laughs> I love no. it. Thank you. It's like a fashion statement. It I is. Is. Mm. So yeah. I have alopecia. My hair falls off. I can't right. do anything about it. Okay. Or maybe he wanted me to wear a wig. So because of the cancer plus endometrial cancer, so I had two types of cancers. Mm. I they to remove my uterus which means a menopausal 
So I am having, I call them glow moments. There's no such thing as hot flashes <laughs> in my life. They go so, glow. Yes, I glow like <laughs> very cool. It's that. like, yeah. I think he, he saw it or something because I was now feeling I'm right now. He's a doctor, you would know. Oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he, I can't wear a wig yeah. with the glow moments. They are too, too much. Yeah. It's like half yeah. the time I want to take off my clothes yeah. and just walk yeah. around, you know. Yeah. Mm. So I can't uh, he complained about my appearance and at some point what was it about it's so we he he told me I can't live without him I am nothing right. without him and then we came to a point where he would use my mom's ailment my mom is late now right. so he would use it to like it was passive aggression towards me. Mm-hmm. He would re- because he used to get her medication and everything, so he was now refusing to get her medication and saying, "Yeah, your mom is just seeking attention like you." Yes. Right. So now, for me to tell my mom, I had because uh, well, I guess it, there was an advantage of being married to a doctor. You are known everywhere, mm-hmm. so I just ordered the drugs. We used to stay in Namibia from Nam Farm, and they mm-hmm. just delivered to me then I sent them I would send them to my mom but it came to that point that he would just say things or refuse to help me I remember after my hysterectomy each floor had 22 steps in our house he, our garage was indoors so you just parked in and go up the stairs he left me on the staircase the day I was discharged he just took my bag upstairs and said he had patients to see. He left me. It took me an hour to finally get to the bedroom. You didn't have help? No, we don't have children. Okay. We didn't have children. Mm-hmm. So I was left on the staircase. Just like that. And he wouldn't answer his phone. Wow. So I had to crawl up the stairs, resting after every two steps. You rest. My body was in pain. I couldn't move. So, and a lot of other things you say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very hateful things. Mm-hmm. So, Barbara, this is enough. I cannot continue in So, when was that wow moment or that light bulb moment for you to get out of that situation? I had the light bulb moment in 2015. He, I discovered a chain of affairs. Mm. He didn't have one hoe. He had a number of them. <laughs> ATMs, yes. Yeah. Mm. So... And all in from the ages of nineteen, that is so twisted. Yes. Okay. So, and how long had you guys been married? Yeah. Sorry, we were married for fourteen years, okay. between whatever time in twenty fifteen. No, I got divorced in twenty seventeen. What I'm trying to get at is when I, wa- I when I discovered the affairs, I just thought I can't take this anymore. Yeah. I told my friend. And she said, no, you're not leaving. You're going to heal. Right now, it's the angry Babs who's speaking. Mm. You're going to heal. And the worst healing is when you have the person in your face. Mm. And because he thinks you can't live because you're desperate. And it gets worse. Like, to the extent of bringing some of the whores home. Mm. To the office, they were there. It was crazy. And my friend told me, we are t- she's a, what are they called? She's a major street. Mm. So she told me, we are tired of granting divorces to women who are angry. We have not thought things Think through. through. We have mm. not healed. Mm. So you're going to heal, go for therapy, and heal. She was wow. correct, though, to say that. Yeah, but I was so, I, it's just that I really, really love that girl. Otherwise... I think I would have divorced him then. Okay. But sorry, would so would you stay in a situation like that? I'm I'm just thinking. Where 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 I discover multiple no. relationships? No. Okay. Where 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 you've been hurt and then you have to 
stay in that same place to heal? I've always said I would never give an answer to that right now. Yeah. Because when it happens, you mm-hmm. never act like you have planned to act. Because mm. you love this man. You've lived with this man for 14 years like she has. Yeah. And you have all this history. And then I, I was going to ask her if she still feels pain from that by the way she calls the women. That way we're, yes, yes, we're yeah. having affairs with that man. Because it means there's still a bit of pain Some yeah. that you're feeling yeah. about that relationship. I feel like those women might not even have known that you exist. Hold on, that's why I'm calling them hoes. They are hoes. <laughs> because you know what, what you what, do. And what does he become? Yes. Because He's a homemonger. He, I called uh-huh. him a homemonger. <laughs> No, because he is one. He is he, one. He's the whole And he's got a chain of all these affairs with these women. You're calling them whores. Let me but explain what, what he used to do. Mm. He meets someone out there. Mm. He will g- he create a job in the office. Oh, wow. For, for them. that person. When we don't talk about who, who we are employing like, uh, now and what, oh, there's a gap. Then you know. That's when I started getting suspicious. Like, he just brought this girl from... She was working at Staterfords. She's selling clothes, and now she's at a medical practice. What is she doing there? <laughs> and we had a fight over it until, I think, I I stopped fighting over it when I went for an operation because I was too sick, and I just thought, I don't have the energy for this. Mm. So that was the first time. So he will employ them. Mm. I don't know. I think it's some sick, twisted thing in his head because he wants to see me work together, together with his horse in the office. And then he would obsess over their staying too far. I, I never understood too far from what because I would ask too far so from what. So he wanted what? to be a silent polygamist. No, it came to a point where he told me that was in 2016 that now that you know about these girls, I think we should get a bigger house where we'll all stay together. So he wanted to be a pimp. Uh, this man had silent polygamist. She said no. So I'm thinking, okay, there were young girls involved all in the same house so he should have been a have you guys read about the South African pastor who brought all these choir girls to live with him in a house I I used to watch that guy and the girls in the choir you know they had angelic voices they all know what's (laughs) happening I suspect a lot of men have these fantasies but their wives would not agree exactly (laughs) 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 but interesting before we go to how you've turned around your your story to help other women uh, there's this message that I saw during the week. So this man says, I see women foaming in the mouth about violent men on CCTV all over social media. Sit back and I'll tell you something, Mama. You raised this kind of men right in your home. You made them. Um, they're, they're slapping you when you're feeding them. They bite your nipples and throw the lunchbox and you, at you. And he's only two. You don't do anything about it. You just laugh it off. Hug the poor child is a bad habit, and that grows with him. And then at the end, the long uh, message. Yeah. At the end, it says, the seriously, parents, by the time he's violating a woman, he's been in one too many brows, and you still bailed him out. It means he talks back at you, and you still let him enjoy all the privileges you can offer. So when I saw this message and how you were talking about mama, mm-hmm. to me it was like the role of raising these kids is on us women and these men or even abusive women are that way because of the mothers who brought them up what are your thoughts ladies you know Mm. what i said we we had a (laughs) debate concerning that during the week because she feels why is it that women are being made to to take all the blame and i was saying you know what either way whether we are going to say we want to be working women whether we're going to say we want to be stay at home women. The fact is, these men who are abusing, we carry them nine months in our wombs, which is my argument. And the first point of contact they have is with their moms. They will breastfeed from us. They will learn the, the most basic things from zero to about five years to seven years from the women. That is why my argument is always is, where is the, the mother? The, where is no, the no, father? no, wait. I know what you're going to say. Where is the father? What do you, do you want him to provide? Do you expect him to be at home 24-7? This is what I was saying. That it, it now, we then have to be enough here to say what do we really want. 
Can I? What? Because oh. then, if mom and dad are not there, it's the maid. If dad is not there, he's providing for the family. But we also provide for the family. So now, we also now, go to work because now. Because we want to work And we're now. talking about the modern man and the modern woman who is a professional. Who work. Yes, exactly. But I'll take time off leave to look after the baby. And who is the baby learning from? Can I? Okay, just hang on. Oh. I would like our listeners to 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 to, tune, to, yes. to send us their comments. Or double seven double four six zero one double zero. Please do give us your opinions. Or double seven double four six zero one zero zero. Do you think that mothers are to blame for the way men are raised and eventually become abusive? I would love to know what our listeners think. Dave, I Natasha, so I'm still, Natasha I'm as a mother to boys, do you expect to take the blame for your sons if they become abusive partners? Partly, not mm-hmm. entirely. Yes, partly. and I and I want to agree with Ubusi. Why should the blame be on the mom? Why should be on why should it be on me? I think you're misunderstanding me. I'm not no, saying No, I'm not saying mom, you. But they have we are talking huge. Listen, listen. Mm-hmm. We are talking about the statement that Wusi read, right? Yeah. And when I saw this, my first question was, why place the burden on the mother? Mm-hmm. Why umama? Because you're the one who carries. You want no, the men to carry. I did. Men. I did not go through. Uh, come on, listen. The parental duty is on both parents. Guys, when, when when we were getting down, it was the two of us enjoying yeah, exactly. auntie mm-hmm. in the delivery room. Maybe he was there, but the excitement of having that baby. How many of us were excited? Two, auntie. Okay, and then but who's this given maternity leave? Who stays at home to look after the kids? No, okay, mom. let's. If we're going to talk about Zimbabwe, yes, it's given to the mom. Exactly. But in other places, there's now paternal leave. Yes, paternal paternal leave, leave, by the way. Yeah, not so, here Yeah, but we we want to advocate for that to yeah. happen because yeah. we we can't have things <laughs> one-sided. <laughs> okay, Baba, say okay. something quickly before we take a commercial break. As a non-mother, yeah. I say both parents should blame. And also, thank you. Why should we condone choices? These are grown-up men who are making stupid choices. Yes, I don't. We dispute. can't condone that and blame the mother. I don't dispute. But my encouragement, why I actually was saying we should look deeper into the statement, was because of our African mothers. Guys were mothers. We were also brought up by mothers. We've got brothers. It's these things that we keep talking about. When you've got boy children and girl children in the house as a mom, how do you treat them? But shouldn't the narrative change now? We should. This is why we should talk about it. Because mothers need to. But let's stop blaming moms. I know all of you are very always hot about topics. Can we take a commercial break and then we'll continue? All right.
Captain Carey. Shopping safe under one roof. Are you having trouble with your car? Then look no further. Trust SolarTech Marketing. SolarTech Marketing is a fast-growing automotive solution center. To us, the sky is the limit. We provide our customers with genuine motor parts and accessories at the lowest best prices with ensured product availability. Our service is backed up by staff who strive for complete customer satisfaction, providing a warm and friendly atmosphere. We are the epitome of customer satisfaction in our industry and the most dependable. We are also the sole distributor of engine lubes in the region of Matebeleland and lately also got the Donaldson Filter Dealership. Visit any of our branches in Bulawayo, Kelvin Branch, number 13997, Zenzela Crescent, Kelvin North, 2nd Avenue and Jason Moyo Branch, and 13th Avenue and Jason Moyo Branch. Also, the Gwanda Branch at Mapac Complex. Contact us on 09-41695 up to 6 or 09-733-66 up to 7. Utilize our WhatsApp platform on 078-503-6577 or email us on solatech.marketing at gmail.com. With Solatech, you drive home. Let me give you 100.3 reasons to have a good time. Skies Natural FM. Chocho Peche. Here, Brooklyn Express Pass is the figure. Brooklyn Express Pass, Yanelita Ubutuala Aban from Gobulawaya to Chobek, only for 350 rand. Njalo Yanelita Ubuka Levy 10 tickets, less 600 rand. Silao Amabas Afiga La Semusina, only for 150 rand. Wenelita Ubuka Levy 10 tickets, near 250 rand. Gupela. A Brooklyn Express, a Hambas with his gonking of 4.30 pm. They are Tatalama US dollars like RTGS. Hambagalula Njalo with Chevelling a Brooklyn Express Pass. You can also get a free ride from us. When I open the window, you will see our ticket. I go aman our Brooklyn R seven five. Then over the stand we are humble lucky for free. Yes, mahal. We also offer free delivery to high density areas. So we catch a zig in your transport. Now we now go to Buneng. Chinda inombolo esilandela. Plus two six three nine eight eight four zero six two. Umbe SDT 0778-367-215. Still other inombolo zase South Africa SDT. Plus two seven six zero three five zero two zero eight zero. Brooklyn Express Bus. Hamburger What I'm saying. No, I am not no, saying no, let's we blame the mothers. Off. Please, I we need you to we go to no. We just don't agree. Yes. <laughs> Do you know, Wuti, like what she said, what did your in-laws say to you? 
They told you men are like that. They mellow down at 60. Let's, let's be factual and talk about things that are happening on the ground. What do they tell you? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's everywhere. Even in my church, and you tell them why are we wanting to talk about things like this? These things are not happening at all. No, us. but no, we have to talk about the role women, men need to play equal to women. We're not saying, uh, um, Let's talk women. Small, yes. yes. Reality has to change. Yes. But do you know, and reality is not the same for all of us. We are us. encouraging mm. men to step in. We are and saying, be involved we are in the raising to of men, their children. Yes. The impact of what boys become, you have a role to play. You can blame women about what they put in, mm-hmm. but what you didn't put in, you can also take the blame. Exactly. And can we women understand that if we are demanding then that this man be a provider, he's going to be away from the home more. In the case, in the, in the scenario where you are working and he's also working, can you see what now it's the maid taking care of the children? We need to be reasonable in our demand. My point is, are we then going to switch the blame to the maid now that it's the maid taking care of the children? Because no, sorry guys. Okay, for me, it's the quality time that we spend with our children, whether it's 30 minutes, 10 minutes, or the whole day. What do you do when you're with your sons? Exactly, which is my point. But do you, no, they spend more time listen, with the mom. No, 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 you're not, not your point. It's, it's, no. <laughs> your point was women, because they carry these children nine months and have maternity leave, they have the larger portion to blame what for how these children become. But, but I'm saying, yeah. Is the father can still come in those 30 minutes yes. or one hour that he makes mm. and the son will feel my father always made an hour every day for me exactly. and that makes a difference here's another comment 90 percent of our children grow up and become what we make them we are our children's role models monkey see monkey, monkey do. do exactly they they copy even the actions and vocals we think are hidden and mean meaningless to them fathers and mothers are responsible for the mischief of their children if you if your your children see you beat the mother up They'll do they that. see you pet the mm. maid's bum every time you go through the kitchen. They think it's okay to do that to the maid as well. Okay. So my point is, my point is whether you are a man or a woman as a parent, you have a role to play mm. in raising that child. Yeah. That is what I wanted to say to this mm. uh, comment on this comment that came in. But we move on. I uh, also want mm. to add something to what you said. Mm. I think we've long moved from the mother staying at home, the father being the breadwinner and what what. Given the situation in Zim, women are hustling mm-hmm. like no man's oh, business yeah, true, out there. True. So we can't keep saying the husband is the Red one Red who's, who's providing and mm-hmm. whatnot. Everyone is playing a part in this. Yeah, yeah. Hence why I said, when you spend time with your children, as a working mom or a working dad, that 10 minutes should count. For me, the 10 minutes, I'm sitting down with my boys and I'm asking them, so how was school? Hmm. What happened today? What do you think about this? They are responding to me. There's quality time. When I'm not there or when they're visiting somewhere, you hear someone say, ah, umtanako ute, you know, and I'm like, oh, he actually was listening. As opposed to being at home and it's like you're not even there. Okay. I need to take a comment. Two seconds, mm-hmm. we'll see. Maybe to the listeners and to the mothers, especially the ones who gave birth to us, can we be careful how we raise and how we give roles to our children in the house? Yeah. Because that also, as you raise a boy child and a girl child, you are creating a, a mindset of how the An boy treats. Yeah, of how the boy treats the sister. Mm-hmm. Because from there, if you are going to say boy, your duty, your role is to close the gate. Or you don't yeah, have dishes. Dishes. My boys don't wash dishes. They don't make their beds. They don't do this. You are already building the men. And this is the, these are the men we are dealing with yeah. today. The, their mothers are still alive. Mm. And they are listening. We are alive. Yes. <laughs> we, we are here. You should know. The way we've raised the boys is the chores we give them. If you want it 50, make it plain. Thank like you. This. So yes. There's a comment here in response to my bong. A lady says, I've been raised by a single mom. She's late now, but she raised me well as if there was a father. I think props up to a lot of single mothers of which to you to my mom mm-hmm. a lot of mothers exactly. the, the, the role you play that's mm-hmm. why I'm asking should your sons be blamed if they are to become abusive 
should it be you who is blamed as a single mother? I'm not I, saying respond to that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just think about it. Natasha, uh, you had a story. Uh, is it Natasha? We had a story about how we raise children. I think this fits in perfectly. And uh, what's being taught in South African yeah. schools, and you were oh, asking, yeah. are, ch- are parents playing enough <coughs> a role in the way children are raised? Yes. Yeah, so um, there's a, uh, it's not an article. It must have been an article anyway when it started, yeah. yes. But it was a picture that's been doing round rounds of Ibugu, uh just a book. Yeah. A, a reading book for grade fours in South Africa where children are being taught about making love. And I actually asked a cousin of mine in South Africa who's got kids that that age and I said to her is this true because I needed to confirm Mm -hmm. and she said to me it's actually true because they are putting that as part of their life skills program guys life skills and I was already holding my head and I'm like here I am I'm talking about soft skills and these ones are teaching my children uh, they're going to be teaching children you know about how to make love how does that happen auntie sex education is good but why are we now going that far into the textbooks with a picture? But are you parents teaching your children about sex education? You African mm-hmm. parents, you're That's teaching the about how to... Mm-hmm. No, have you set your sons down, your teenage sons, and talk to them about sex? Yeah, but they're shy. Can, can I say something? Talk to me about so, it. So there's a petition that's been doing rounds in South Africa against yeah. They don't want it. But now my question was, were the parents ever involved in the first place? You know the education one. Why did we not involve ourselves in the first place? The truth is parents don't stand up and attend some of these meetings. Can I ask, Mm. are we involved in the setting up of the curriculum of our children? It's not really about setting up but voicing out like other issues that concern the city or the community. We need need to be there. Okay, maybe issues like put this. It to we can say this is we don't want this for our children because I've seen some features of some South African parents where the guy was uh, the certain issue yeah I saw stuff. that one he actually went and took videos and he was saying parents school. come and we want to tell the school that we don't want this being taught to our children yeah, so I don't but I think we're not involved in the formulating of the of the curriculum this is why I was saying let's get involved from the start new curriculum we need to be asking where's the venue where we are allowed as public to come to, and speak. We need to you know. play an active role in uh, our children's education. Okay, yeah. a, a listener just deleted a good comment that I was about to read. But because culture means women is the head of the household. E abuse shouldn't make us change culture but anyway saying uh-huh. this is a woman who says she's been she's in an abusive yeah. situation maybe barbara you can help us exactly. with where you can get help as we go forward there's a message that i wanted to read um trust us you are correct to super we want god to change in this it's true ngumama ofundisayo ye waba luhlupho ngendoda waba luhlupho ngendoda don't get married to these educated guys they don't have love because of you to mama my sister even then educated what now we're repeating from this in the bio mama o sebenza for house made this it's not all the educated guys that are bad guys you see when i said irreality for me is not the same as yours but papa you mentioned something about how the educated men are seemingly enlightened but they may be the most abusive and the educated women seemingly Open, um, also enlightened and able to know where to run to when they are abused, but they stay because society says, "Ah, culture. you have everything mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. so well for you. Why is being educated not a way out of these situations?" I think it takes us back to the education system. People are just taught academic. Academically, we are good. We are all mm-hmm. up there. We are but the most educated. Yes, Zimbabwe is love saying <laughs> that, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To, 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 to,
taught on social decorum, you know. Mm. Mm. We don't know how to, we are not social beings. We don't know how to treat the next person. We don't respect, even personal space. Sometimes you realize people don't even uh, respect that. It's like I'll give my own example again. If I uh, if I walk like without a duck on a good day when I'm not feeling any pain, my bald head is out there. I suffer so much abuse from people, especially men, shouting things to Ooh. me on the streets because I'm bald. But when we were weak, they also shout at us and say we're wearing donkey tails. Really? Oh, I'm feeling tempted. Oh, yes, we are abused for wearing weaves. But anyway, go back so to the story. People give, uh, men have this, I don't know, I think they are self-given these powers over women that they can say and do whatever they want to any woman. They misconstrue this head of the family thing. You are not my head, and the woman is only submissive <laughs> to her own <laughs> husband. <laughs> not every so, man out there. So Thank you. Book. Okay. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> ten minutes to seven minutes to one. Actually, we just have seven minutes, guys, to drive our point home. Oh seven seven four four six zero one zero zero. Please tell us what you think and call us oh two nine. Two two six two eight five zero or two nine two two six two eight five zero. I understand you might not have a time to call. Do send us a voice note on the O seven seven four six zero one double zero. UNFPA also says gender-based violence undermines opportunities for women and denies them the ability to fully utilize their basic human rights. It also talks about how it disenables them from actively participating in community work and in development um, opportunities. As women, I was going to ask Tasha and Snow, because Barbara has told us about her experiences. Have you ever suffered sexual abuse, sexual harassment of any form? Oh, yes, I have. Of course. Have you reported In the workplace. It? I and why not? Okay. In the workplace, I didn't report because I was scared. But growing as an adult, or rather as a mature person, I've been able to stand up, and now I'm able to even tell these young people in institutions when I do the trainings that, you know what, when there's a form of a, um, harassment in the workspace, you need to talk. Mm-hmm. If you cannot talk to a supervisor or the highest person, there is E. Deloitte's, Deloitte's and Twitch, mm-hmm. the an, anonymous, an, an, an anonymous yeah. Mm-hmm. You can use that platform and the issue can be investigated on or look for someone that you're very close to. I had a supervisor, I was heavily pregnant, Wang Ilanda, and actually tried to rub my, he did actually touch my tummy. Like, I wish I could, I wish I could see like you know mm. and i couldn't react remember i'm heavy but i was shocked mobumuntulo is as old as my dad and i'm thinking what's this person trying to what message are they sending across why well, i'm asking you guys yeah. questions a lot of this abuse happens in the workplace i was abused several times yeah but one of the places i remember vividly was at the workplace the mm. guy was my senior and executive producer touched kept my palm Mm. And my first thought was, if I report him, will I lose my job? <laughs> That's the thing. That's what we will all I think lose of. My job. Yeah. And then at an ET spot, uh, an ET driver took my boobs, oh. and I felt violated. But where do you go? Because this is the peak of uh, transport is a problem in Zimbabwe. And and it, do you go to the police and miss this combi, mm. or you go in and just live with the abuse? I still think of it. It's 15 years later. And how many women go through this and don't say anything? So why I'm asking you is because when it happens in the workplace, it's a form of livelihood for us. And can it's I a way of us contributing. Sorry, Tasha. No. It's a way of us contributing to our country's development, yeah. to our family's finances. Mm-hmm. And when we get abused in those spaces, mm-hmm. what does it do to women and their ability to contribute to the country in its growth? Yeah. Okay. Can I just say, <coughs> I like what you said. Our education system and our social systems we, 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 we are lacking in the social arena, we are lacking in the educational arena because a boy child should know. Like I tell my boys, if you touch a girl in your class inappropriately, you're going to get into trouble and you're going to be expelled. You don't touch her boobs, you don't touch her bum, you, you, you don't, there should be space in between you. So yeah, because it, it, 
it, it starts when a child is that yeah. the way they view the opposite sex what do they think when she when he sees her mm. what is he thinking about her that's why you find bosses now a boss is twice is your father's age and they are making advances at you yeah. sometimes the sexual harassment is so subtle they send it on your whatsapp they yeah, send you a our, picture that's an inappropriate picture exactly. on your whatsapp mm. this is oh, what I wanted they to just say grab you, they will pass through next to you in an inappropriate manner so what I wanted to say is um, sexual harassment is not just physical for yeah for us even in business you want to strike a deal or get a contract mm -hmm. the next thing the person you're communicating with wants to take you to suddenly dinner. he's <laughs> he's inciting sexual messages things like that I remember one person I ended up saying you know what mm -hmm. I was like really pissed off and I'm like why are we changing the subject? This is supposed to be business. Do I look like a sex object to you? So, and it's not about the way we dress. So, it's not about the way we dress. Vele, you'll be a pervert. As we are uh, left with three minutes, ladies, as we wrap up, maybe comments from each of you, but I want to read this last comment. A lady says, Hi, ladies, what do we say about these, in quotation marks, hoes? We apologize about the language today. Please allow us to be with 16 days of activism. Allow us to be active. So she says, What do we say about these hoes? Because they also were making choices to date a married man. Are we not, as women, enemies to each other? The men are using us to abuse us. Yeah, so she's, she's saying the truth. She's telling the she's truth. Telling the truth. So I wouldn't you tell us. I wouldn't call her. Not I wouldn't call her a whore. I would never call another woman yeah. who's trying to steal my husband a whore, especially if she's not the only one. The guy has a problem, mm. and this is this is why I keep on saying it. it, it it's it's just so. You know, because we keep on fighting against each other as women and hating each other because we're fighting to remove each other from the marriage and stuff like that. Yeah. And you're not calling him the, a bad name, but you're calling them, the girls, a bad name. So I think we should just realize the guy is the one with the problem. Guys, another comment. As a woman with my hairy body, I have suffered comments on this the streets so to the level of not okay. feeling comfortable oh, in wearing a super good dress. I know people that have experienced yeah, this. You I know have. the cultural connotations about being hairy. And Africans, we don't shave our legs like Europeans. So you get all these comments. You get all these comments from African men who assume being hairy has something to do with your sexuality. Anyway, ladies, our time is running up. Natasha, your last words in 30 seconds. What would you say to a woman facing up here today? You know what? Take charge. Find your place of dominion. Gather the courage and just... Do what you need to do. Don't wait for your neighbor or friend or anybody to come and tell you what to do. Mm -hmm. Just do it, but don't kill anyone. Barbara, where can people go for help? Go for counseling. There is WAS. There is Zimbabwe Women Lawyers. They can represent they you. There is the police. Ooh. Oh, contact. contact. Oh, contact. yes. Contact. There's, contact. There's also yeah. the police. Mm -hmm. They There's can the, come the in. The victim-friendly unit. Yes. I'm not practicing. <laughs> okay. Can you just yeah. tell us in 30 seconds about your uh, Rising Above Circumstances project? Uh, it's a masterclass inspired by my life story. So we do masterclasses to inspire women not to 